This week's Torah portion, Pashas Kedach, speaks about the story of Kerach and his rebellion against Moshe and Aaron. Kerach was a cousin of Moshe and Aaron. He was also from the tribe of Levi, who was appointed to carry the holiest object in the tabernacle, the Arin, in the desert. Kerach wasn't satisfied or content with his position. He wanted more respect and felt entitled to be in a higher-ranking position. He was jealous of his cousins and desired to be Kayin Gadol, or leader of the Jewish people, like Moshe and Aaron. Kerach managed to convince 250 important men to join him in his rebellion against Moshe. His main complaint was, Why have you made yourselves elites over God's assembly? We are all holy and equal. Moshe answered him by saying that Hashem will make known who is his Levim and who is his Kehanim. He will draw the ones who he chooses near to him. In Pasuk Chafbeiz, verse 22, the Torah says, Moshe and Aaron fell on their faces and said, Hashem, our merciful God, Elekei Haruchais, who knows everyone's thoughts, just because one man sinned, should you be angry with the whole congregation? Rashi captions the words Elekei Haruchais and translates Ruchais to mean Machshavais, not Neshamais, thoughts. Then Rashi continues with an anecdote. Your ways are not similar to a king of flesh and blood. A mortal king, if part of a country becomes corrupt, he does not know who the sinner is. And therefore, when the king becomes angry, he punishes them all. But you, Hashem, God, know the thoughts of man and know who the sinner is. Why punish the entire congregation? This was Moshe's plea. On this Rashi, the Rebbe asks a number of questions. Firstly, What compelled Rashi to share a lengthy metaphor? Also, if Rashi felt the need to mention this metaphor, why didn't he mention this analogy when Avram pleaded with God to save the people of Sidaim? There, Avram said, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Rashi could have supported Avram's plea with this same anecdote. Why wait till now to share it with Maisha's plea? We also see in Rashi a distinction between becoming corrupt and sinning. What is the difference? The Rebbe begins to answer these questions by first explaining the method in which Kairach convinced his supporters and followers to join him. Kairach was very clever and well-spoken. He held meetings with his neighbors gave speeches that were well-prepared and convincing. He said to the Jewish people, I am here to help you. I care for all of you. These men have come and taken all of our high-ranking positions. Moshe took the kingship for himself and gave the job of the Kayin Gadol to his brother Aaron, his brother. He continued and said, whoever joins me will get a chance to serve in the Mishkan. These men were all lured and convinced by Kairach's evil plot. The men joined the rebellion, but it was Kairach who was the instigator. They were all guilty, but not all equal sinners. There was the cause of sin, the instigator of sin. This was one man named Kairach. He was the leader of this rebellion, and therefore he was the greatest sinner. It was only due to his influence and his power that they joined the rebellion. This is the distinction Rashi makes between 
becoming corrupt and sinning. The people became corrupt with Kairach's influence, but the true sinner was Kairach. This is why Rashi brought an analogy of a king of flesh and blood to emphasize and to accentuate the vast difference between God and a mortal king. Because through this analogy, we recognize the psychology and the way in which people come about to sin. There is an instigator to this corruption. It did not randomly appear. It was inspired by one man. In the case of Avram defending the wicked of Sodom, there this analogy wouldn't have worked since the people of Sodom were not enticed to sin, but were sinners and instigators in their own right. So to summarize, we have asked several questions on this Rashi. Why did Rashi bring a lengthy analogy? We also asked, why wasn't this, why wasn't this explanation and this analogy brought by Avram's plea earlier in the Torah regarding the people of Sodom? We asked, what's the distinction in Rashi between the people becoming corrupt and a sinner? The Rebbe first explains the psychology and methodology to Kairach's evil plan. And with that, we answer the above questions. The Rebbe in this Sicha concludes with a unique lesson from Moshe and how he treated his fellow Jewish brothers. In this verse, we see how Moshe looked to find the righteousness of his people and reduce the count of sinners to only one person. God told Moshe that there in fact are more sinners and instigators, the famed Dasan and Avidam. And these men brought pain and anguish to Moshe as well. Yet Moshe minimized the count of sinners and always looked at his fellow brothers favorably. The lesson we can learn is that we must always judge our fellows favorably even when someone's behavior is not adequate or correct. And when we look at another in the positive light, we will also do what is necessary to help our fellow in the correct and straight path. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom.